When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. By the way, Game of Games is powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Is Pepe still there? Wait, wait, wait. Pepe, you still there? I'm here. Pepe, you you were terrible. (laughs) You did not do well today. Yeah, I was. I was. I was terrible, but... This is not an excuse or anything. I'm in the arena and I couldn't hear very well. Oh, okay. that's true. That's Pepe, while you're, oh my Pepe, God. while you're in the arena, find the guy with the weed. You got like two hours, okay? Yeah. Okay, okay, sir. Okay, master. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> Come on, Pepe. You don't want to. You don't like that guy with the weed any more than I do. But. I'm not going to look for the guy. There is nobody here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an empty arena. Pepe, the, the series ends tonight, right, Pepe? Um, I hope so, yeah. Hope so? I know, I mean, what do you want me to tell you? I hope that uh, it's, over, uh, it's over tonight. Uh, I was looking forward for the previous game to finish everything so i hope i hope we don't have to or you guys don't have to go back to memphis yeah, yeah there you go all right hey uh pepe have fun tonight man thank you are you are you coming to the game not thanks? tonight not tonight okay well Ber- bergman's you, uh, coming in his place yeah bergman will be there Congre- all right congratulations okay thank you sir yeah. gracias. <laughs> gracias. that was a clutch that was a clutch victory you almost you-, you almost blew it but that was a clutch okay. victory out of Curiosity, did I not tie for the month? You did. Second time you you've tied, done that. But you didn't okay, win outright. Did tie. The whole didn't yeah, you tied right. me once last year. It was a I three-way was so tie. Jorge, Mace, and Sedano. Yeah. Right. right so, so, you own, so, yeah, you guys, instead of getting, what, $5,000, you each get, like... Two and a half or yeah. three. Sedano. You know, Hashim to beat, for some reason, sticks in my know, head. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. It's gift. a weird... It's By a the weird, way, can you paint the picture of how how disappointed Mason was? Despondent. Yeah. Despondent. He Because he he caught you. With he pulled a Jimmy Butler and made right? a last second shot. But don't worry, yeah. Sedano. And then blew it in the overtime. Don't worry, Sedano. He's like Giannis. He didn't fail. Hey, Mace. Yeah. Uh, Mace come on. Uh, Can you believe that, Michael? Uh, Sedano, I is making my head explode, especially listening to Charles Barkley the and, reaction. Ken, and Kenny Smith last night talking about. Yeah, we understand what he meant. Are you kidding me, Kenny Smith? You stunned. won a championship. Stunned. Stunned. I am absolutely stunned at all of this. Yeah. Uh, I'm stunned at the reaction. Did you see Nike created um a, 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 an ad with it or no? I no, haven't seen it. Actually, no. what did they say? I will send it to you right now. Hold on. I'll send it to you in a group text right now. What? There's no second. failure in sports now. Is that what they're trying to That's say? Right. That's right. That's right. There is no failure in sports. Hang on. One one little uh, uh, draft. The draft uh, round two is getting started. Yeah, it's picking up right now. And somebody's on the clock right now. CBS uh, has a mock draft out. And they've got the Rams at uh, 36 taking an edge rusher named Keon White from Georgia Tech. And they've got the Raiders taking Will Levis. Bring him on. Bananas, mayonnaise in the coffee. He's a perfect Raider. Let's go. Uh, by the way, uh, Sedano, you, you, they're picking the wrong quarterback. You know who the Raiders should have picked? Who's that? Think about it. Vegas and Hendon Hooker in Vegas. <laughs> Uh, It would be a natural fit. It would be. Cappy, what's going on there, dude? Very disappointed for you, Mace. I'm telling you, you came out of the block. You had it. It was a soul-crushing loss. It really was. (laughs) Yeah. Not just soul-crushing. I mean, and then my boy Sedano comes into town and takes it from me. Just takes it. Yeah. It was pretty disappointing. I sent you the text. Did you see it? Yeah, I just looked at it. It it, They did a, a Twitter ad on it. Yeah, just dumb. Yeah. There's no failure in sports. It's steps to success. That's legitimate from the Nike account. That's amazing. I mean, come on. And you know what? Like I said to guys earlier, even the Rockets and the Pistons failed this year because their coaches got fired because they failed to improve. So Correct. even they fail. There's different levels of failure. But failure is a yes. natural thing. It's yes. okay to fail. Like right. I wonder if his head coach gets fired if he still thinks the season wasn't a failure. Exactly. You know. Well, right. I mean, let me ask you guys. I mean, if the the Lakers lose this series. 
What's everybody going to do? Go, nah, it wasn't a failure because, you know, we were bad at the beginning, then well, we made all these trades, and LeBron Cap, got hurt, I don't so it's know, not a failure. I don't know what fans and, and people like us will say, but I guarantee you every Laker will say the season was a failure. Yeah. That's how they feel. I if, the so Lakers, if you have LeBron and Anthony okay. Davis, you, your goal Lakers is to go win to the, the title. If the Western Conference Finals and lose, the season is a failure, right? To them, yes. Maybe it's well, it sounds like you don't think so. Uh, well, just because they exceed your expectations when your expectations are low doesn't mean that it's not a failure. They started out two and ten. I mean, if they get to the Western Conference Finals, right? I, I find As that a to Lakers be fan, you would be, I'll be happy I'll be, with that. Yes. they will not. They will not. But I will consider that to be they saved the season. I think but the NBA should now start handing out little trophies to every team now. <laughs> Orange slices. I, I am surprised, yeah. Michael. Though seriously, like the compassion that. NBA um, analysts slash owners. Mm-hmm. I- I'm shocked. People that- across sports. It's not even just NBA. People. Let me read. Let me too. read. I brought this up today because I think you know this is not a, sports radio is not a place for nuance without really. Question. Yeah, no, not at all. But I I read this this and I it was written by somebody and it ended up in the Wall Street Journal. It says. Uh, again, it would have been easy for Anna Takumpo to say, yes, I'm a big, sad failure. Just call me Giannis the failure. And all of today's theatrical tough talkers would have nodded solemnly and said, wow, he gets it. But that's not how life is. Life is more complicated and textured. So it is success. There's always steps to it. Kudos to Giannis Antetokounmpo for pointing it out. You know, who the- said that? Uh, a guy named uh, the last name of the writer is Gay Tim Gay from the uh, Wall Street Journal. You know, Giannis contradicting himself. I mean, listen, himself. stick to, stick to business. Okay, yeah. let's not write sports. Well, he's, he, is the their, he is their sports writer. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. care. Giannis, Go back to business. Though. Giannis contradicted himself <laughs> during that uh, whole soliloquy because he right. said, uh, "No, were we successful this year? No." Then, what, then if what's we were the successful, then what's yeah. the opposite? Come yeah. on, man. This is but ridiculous. the league, we, we live in a world where only one team is a success. Yes. Everybody else fails. Yes. There are some, everybody, there is, are some, everybody is a failure. There are some yes. teams that look at, you know, for the Lakers, I think it's championship or bust. Mm-hmm. For the Sacramento Kings, they hang banners if they win summer league. But if they are eliminated tonight at, uh, at Golden State, they're a failure. Yes, but they made a good improvement. Yeah, but they right. made a fa- it's a yeah. failure. Right, but the there are twenty nine failures. Mace, there's a different. Right, there generally there is, but what I would also say it's a colossal failure when you're the one seed yeah. and you lose to the yeah. eight seed. Granted, this is the, the main point on your home. Not floor. the and by the way, much like the Lakers are not your traditional seven seed, Miami's not your traditional eight seed. But those are the rules, man. Those be the rules. But I would right? consider you're, it amazing if the Lakers. Uh, first of all, I think they're going to win tonight and close out the series. If they beat Golden State, I would. Consider that season, even if they lose in the Western Conference Finals, a huge, huge, surprising success. Surprise is is fine. A surprise, I would give you. I mean, they were two and ten. It's not a success if you're the Los Angeles Lakers and you're the crown jewel of the of the NBA and you you don't win a championship when you have LeBron James on your team. That's not the goal. LeBron James, LeBron James in 2011, I sat there when he was asked by Greg Doyle at the time worked for CBSSports.com if his season was a failure. Um, when they lost the Dallas Mavericks, and what he has to say to the people that were rooting against him, which we all know the entire world was basically rooting against him. And he made a comment about the, yeah, well, those people have to go back to their lives and I get to live mine. And you know what happened to him? He got freaking destroyed, okay, for a long time after that. And we're sitting here and applauding Giannis. I don't even understand. If 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 LeBron said that, after oh, this series, yeah. if they lost, if KD said oh, that, yep. if Phoenix would have lost to the Clippers, if Steph would have said that, mm-hmm. if they lose to the Kings, they get destroyed. We literally dragged, not us particularly, but people dragged Steph Curry last year, and Michael can attest to this, because he hadn't won an, a finals that's MVP right. yet. Yep. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, that's right. And nobody, Those are expectations. Live to them. Yeah, nobody talks about that 73-win Warrior team because they didn't finish the, this, the, the deal. It was a, a huge failure. This is this is a perfect example of oh we like Giannis he tells dad jokes yeah. and all that stuff that's right. what this is yeah it's really it's, it's really also kind of weird he's that not it's, a failure it's, it's, no no but it's it's weird his that team all, is a failure yeah but but all of a sudden everybody is now like ah <laughs> it was so nice the way he said it yeah and he was so thoughtful and eloquent right. the way he talked so 
we just accept the fact now that there is no failure in sports. Whatever you say, Giannis. You know, you know what disappointed me the most about all this last night watching Inside the NBA and Ernie. Well, not Ernie so much because he's not an athlete. Didn't no, play. Shaq took but, up for him. Yeah, but Sha- no, Sha- Sha- no, Shaq took our position. Yes, yes. but yeah. Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith said, "Oh yeah, we understand." Yeah, I, I said, yeah. "Are you kidding me? Those well, two guys?" Well, yeah, I mean Barkley understands because it's probably like, "Hey, was my career a failure?" I'm in the Hall of Fame. I made a lot of money. I became super. Wait, but we're not talking famous. about his career. I know. Talking, yeah. the, the, but that's the what I'm question saying. Question is, this season a failure? But, yeah. but that's the way these guys were looking at it. Rather than looking at it, hey, I'm only talking about this season, and all the things you talked about. We're a one. They're an eight. We're at home. Right. Et cetera. Et cetera. All that context is important. Right. And and, and so so for Charles to say, well, I get what he's saying. Why? Because you didn't win a championship and your individual career was a success? Of course it was. But you never won a championship, and each one of those seasons, especially the ones where you thought you would or right. could, Yeah, yeah he failed failures. every time. Yeah. Hey, so, Sonata, what do you think happens tonight? Do the home teams win both games or no? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and so we get Lakers-Warriors Listen, on Sunday, if you're right. The, Lake, the Lakers need to play Anthony Davis 44 minutes tonight, yeah. okay? We were just he talking about that off, earlier, yeah. He, he, he cannot come off the floor, and... I love Malik Beasley, but you you, you got to play like Lonnie Walker or somebody else. Like you you got to you got to change that rotation up a little bit. But Anthony Davis cannot come off the floor today. If he's got to play the whole damn game, he's got to play. Okay, the so game. to yeah. your point, George, we were talking about this earlier. In the in the minutes that Anthony Davis has been off the court, he's been on, in the five games. He's been off the court for fifty five minutes. Mm-hmm. The Lakers have been outscored by thirty three points. Yep. In now, 55 minutes. In 55 minutes, which is insane. Now, yeah. in the 190 minutes that he has played, they're plus 55. Wow. That's how big of a deal what Sedano is talking about is. When AD's on the court, they're getting anything they want. They're plus 55. When he's off the court, the other team, Memphis in this case, is just picking them apart. I'm completely with you, George. 42 to 45 minutes tonight for AD. That's the only way I think you can guarantee your best chance at winning. Now, of course, nobody can get hurt, but that's a you know that's something that could happen at any point gotta to avoid, anybody. Got to avoid the foul trouble tonight. Yeah, and Jaron Jackson hasn't had a really yeah. bad. Fa- he had five fouls in the last game, yeah. but he hasn't had a really bad foul trouble game. He could be due for that. Yeah, but Davis and Davis has to avoid picking up fouls tonight. Yeah, uh, it should be fun. Are you going? Uh, I, I guess Cappy, you're not here. I, no, I always no, figured I'm you'd, going, you'd be living going. the sweet life tonight. No, the sweet life. No, no sweet life for me tonight. You know. Actually, you know, life of uh, a father and a uh, boyfriend tonight, you know? Yeah. Watching the game with my wow. lady. Wow. Yeah. yeah, how about does, that? Wow. Does she understand the game? Um, not so much understand it, but she's all of a sudden really into it, you know? So th- it's great that she's into it because now I don't whip, have to like, whip, feel guilty. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching from a bar to tonight. I'm going to go out with some people and, and watch the game at a bar. How many drinks are you going to have tonight? Uh, two. Just two? Two cocktails. Oh. Wait, so you're up from one. You yeah, earlier in the week one. it was one. Correct. Mace, you've really gone back to drinking now, huh? Uh, yeah, I, uh, just a cocktail or two. Or two. Yeah. God bless you. Yeah, why not? And you seem to There's be wrong with that. craft you, cocktails. You can control it, you're you good. to be I like, ordering off a menu. Like, I'm very simple. Bar Tito food soda, whatever. We're going to have with it. Bar food with it? Like yeah, a little, little bar food. food. Yeah, yeah, a little little bar food is good. Yeah. No, yeah. I but I I like ordering. They put so much time into those like craft things. I always get one of the craft things because I think they pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Because your mixologist is making it. Exactly, for you. the mixologist mm-hmm. is there. Gotcha. Um, all right, hey, do me a favor. Is he going? Is yeah. he going to make you a special drink today since you tied for game of games mm-hmm. for the month? Well, he didn't really. Well, he tied for the month, but he blew the game today. All you, by the way. Mm-hmm. That was By the way, Mason, close. is that are you still a success or in game of games or no, is that no, a, is absolutely that a not total I, failure. I tied for the win. No, right. failure. Failure. Failed. I did failed. win. I your got my share of the win. Yeah, but your failed. objective was to win. You know what? Here's failed. the thing. I've got perspective. I've got perspective <laughs> of a loser. <laughs> did you get it? Did you get a promotion this year? Hell no. Edic, did you Isn't, get a promotion, Edic? So were you a success if you didn't get a promotion this year? Yeah. No, I failed. There you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. By the way, and by the way, that is absolutely Eric Name is a very good writer for the Athletic yep. and covers has covered that team for a number of years. That was absolutely a fair question. Oh, no, totally no, fair. Question. No, it wasn't yeah. because if your goal was to get promoted and you didn't, then you fail. But if you wasn't expecting or looking for a promotion, but you did your job well, then it's not a failure. Oh, right. right. There you go. So, but but see, Giannis was looking to win a championship. Correct. So he failed. Correct. Yes. Mason was looking to win Game of Games this month. Yep, so you failed, Mason. You're a failure. 
Go to your, go to your look in the mirror Thanks. and just Boys, sob. What a great way to wrap up. Have an, have an extra People cock- telling me I'm a failure. Have an extra cocktail. Game of games, yeah. Mace. Don't take it so personally. Yeah, all right. Um, hey, do me a favor. Keep track. The Rams are picking in a minute. Make sure you tell me who they pick. Okay. The Rams are picking in one minute. Uh, any any minute now. Okay. Any minute. Pittsburgh's Zach Charbonnet. Second round. Will Levis. Uh, could be Will Levis. Yeah. Could Better be Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, we'll find out, uh, but I'll be listening. Plus, plenty of stupidity uh, over the next hour and a half or so as we get ready for Slee and the pre. Michael Thompson, John Ireland with the call. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Bing, bada, boop. Ding, da-da, ding. Bee, bada, bop, ba-da, bop, pick-a-doom. Ba-da, bop, ba-da, bop, pick-a-doom. Ba-da, bop. Bing, bada, bop, ba-da, bop, pick-a-doom. Ba-da, bop. Yeah. I'll start with a tweet, Cappy, from the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust from Tim in the OC. Okay. Oh, man. By the way, I like how everybody in the Circle of Trust is adding a, the red circle to their names uh, now on their the, uh, Twitter. The Circle of Trust um, verification. Verification. George. Right. I like that. You can go to the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, although I've swatted away like 10 or 20 bots a day. I thought Elon was supposed to fix that. But anyway, uh, Tim in the OC, who I have uh, recently told to go to hell. Um, uh, be nice. I, I, I just, I'm just for posterity. I'm telling people the truth. I have recently told him to go to hell. Um, but he says this, the Giannis situation is a great representation of how soft the new generation is now. Yes. This is a get off my lawn rant. Our society rewards kids for not accomplishing anything. Just protect their self-esteem. Kids now don't think they will fail at anything. Now, look, I do think, and, and look, I agree for the most part. Okay. So you don't have to go to hell on this one, but that's sweet. I think that I think that for a, in a certain age, right? Like you want kids to feel to like whatever it is they're doing, right? But then there comes a time where that shifts, right? I had this conversation with my daughter recently, okay? My daughter Aria has played basketball 2 years, okay? And she's good at defense. She's not strong enough to be good at offense. She doesn't get the ball off uh in time. She airballs a lot. Um but you know, defensively she can stay in a game on basketball when she plays basketball. And she's actually pretty good at it. But I told her, I said, look, if you want to play next year at nine years old, now you and I are going to have to go on the weekends this summer and Hit practice the gym? before the. F- yeah, like or go to the uh, just go to a court. Right. Well, and I was thinking practice. more you got to get her in the weight room. I mean, she's not strong enough. I mean, let's start pumping her up. Maybe a little some push ups or something, but probably not the weight room at eight years old. Whatever. Okay, so well, nonetheless, maybe you get her a trainer. So I said to her, you're going to have to really practice. And she's like, why? And I said, because now at this age, it's going to be merit-based. This isn't about playing with your friends anymore. The reality is whoever, and she's like, what's merit-based? I mean, I said, the best kids are going to play. And the kids who are not good are not going to, they may be on the team, but they're not going to play very much. So you have to be aware of that. So if you're willing, if you want to make that sacrifice and you want to play and you just want to be on the team, that's cool. 
Um, but if you want to play, then we're going to have to practice. That's just the reality of it, you know? So is she so, playing I, like I mean, I a get, travel ball or something, or is this just like your local no, kind of rec stuff? Just, just, just the league, just the local kids' league, right? But that's what's – at this age, it, in this area, the girls' teams are pretty good. Mm. And they – so you got to be – you got to be ready to roll. So that's why I said to her, like, you can't just be a player that can play defense. I mean, you'll play a little bit maybe because they'll need you in certain spots. But if you're not making baskets and, you know, you can't you can't make the right passes there, you're you're probably not going to play very much next year. Mm. So I had to have a real conversation. With her. And you know what she said? She's like, all right, well, we'll practice this summer and see where it's at. There you go. And, but go, that's fine. But my but my point is this, is that as kids, yeah, that that you want them to like it. But then they're you know, you just have to base it off whatever your reality is. And when we're talking about professional sports, that's the reality. Well, I mean, listen, by the time a kid gets to high school, especially in Southern California, whether you're a boy or a girl, whether you're playing football or basketball or volleyball, baseball, softball, soccer, whatever it is, by the time you're playing in high school, it is win at all costs. You know, nobody gets done with their high school basketball season and goes, you know, our goal was to be 0-20. Our goal was to win CIF. And it's serious business. And even high school sports are big business. And and I do think you're on to something. I think there are a few factors at work. I think Giannis's age. I also think where he's from and how he grew up. And I, I just I'm so surprised. I know we've talked about this for two days. I'm so surprised how many people think it's vogue to be politically correct. And no, can, I don't think this and, has to do with politically correct. Well, when I say political correctness, just understand. I'm not talking Republican and Democrat. I'm just talking about he's a sweehheart. We really no, like him. No, no, but him. that's, di- that's he's not got a that big either. smile. And that's you know just likability. That's just, just we're, we're choosing. We're just choosing just, to. I'm saying that's not though that, politically correct, though. Well, I think that everybody's. If you are. No, it's win at all costs. And if you don't win, you're a failure. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm a bad guy. Because everything about, about pro sports is winning for me. Like, that's what I thought it was. Maybe I was brainwashed too early. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not really about winning. Maybe it is just about having a nice year, and it was unfortunate, and it, there are steps to success, and someone else will win the championship this year, and there is no failure in sports. George, maybe you and I and everybody who's listening here this afternoon, maybe we grew up all wrong. We were brainwashed that winning is the only thing, and maybe Giannis is right. Is that possible? No, I think what happened oh, okay, was good, and, good. and I sure. think what happened was Giannis was was literally rationalizing this in real time, okay? He's literally 20 minutes or 30 minutes removed from one of the most crushing losses probably of his professional career, right? Like at least one of them. Um and he's got to process this in real time, and you could tell he was annoyed by the question immediately because he put his he buried his head in his hands. You know what I mean? Like um so he was upset and then realized, oh, I can't get upset on, I don't want to give them upset on national television. So that's fine. But I don't think it has anything to do with politically correct. It just literally, we like him and we give him a pass in a way that we haven't given anyone a pass. All right. And hey, hold it. on. Just real quick. As you and I are sitting here talking. And by the way, there, there, there are grades to this too. There are people that think Steph Curry has gotten a pass compared to LeBron in a lot of ways. Okay. Maybe so. Maybe likability is a factor. But really quick, while you and I are sitting here chatting, Will Levis was just taken off the board by Tennessee. Tennessee did, traded up to get him, yeah. Did you watch? I know we were on the air yesterday, but did you get off the air and watch any of this last evening? I, I, I had it on, sort yeah. of. I was I'm watching not, the Boston Hawks game. I had it on like an iPad, yeah. yeah so I was I'm watching not, it. Yeah. I'm not saying that I was watching it intently, but yeah. as far as a television show goes, when you take sports and big money and you turn it into a, a, a production like this, and here's this kid who's expected to be, call it, top 10 draft pick. And the dude goes the entire way. Just in terms of entertainment. You don't even have to be a football fan. Just reality TV fan. That's dramatic stuff. To just sit there and watch this young man suffer. Pick yeah, after look, pick I, after pick. I remember, you know, I remember vividly. Uh, I was covering this draft when Aaron Rodgers um, fell. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone thought he was going to the Niners. And they took Alex Smith and he fell to, what, was it 24? Something like um, that. So, yeah. I mean... I, I, you know, this stuff happens, and there's always that one guy that sits in there for way too long. And look, you know, I'm not a – I'll say this. I've seen enough Kentucky games to feel like there were two Will Levises. His junior year, he was awesome. He had a veteran offensive line, and then his senior year, he did not have a veteran offensive line, and he got destroyed. 
um, in the sense of like physically battered. So is he the guy that, you know, was clean every possession? <laughs> um, sure, but you're not going to be clean every possession in the NFL. Is he the guy that had an offensive line that was in tatters? Kind of like what we saw with Matthew Stafford last year? No, I don't think he's that bad either because that doesn't happen all that often either. He's probably somewhere in the middle. Um, so I, I just think that the NFL, these guys, there's, there's too many teams that look at this, that don't, that, that can look at this and say to themselves, you know, there's probably more holes than we think. And sometimes the media gets this wrong. And the media are the ones that had him as like a top five quarterback or top four quarterback or whatever. And the, the, clearly the NFL has spoken that yeah. he wasn't. Can, can I ask a question here? Yeah, but so, just really quick, just as far as the media goes, George, when ESPN shows up, and broadcast his workout live. Yeah, everybody kind of goes. This this guy's a top three, four quarterback, which makes him a top ten pick. Go ahead, Lindsey Baseball. So obviously, I don't pay like I'm not like super honed in on the draft. You know, I'm not like studying it. But you know, obviously, doing show prep, I read a good amount about what's going on with the prospects and who's projected to go where. Blah blah blah. So up until like a week ago, I didn't see anybody saying that Will Levis was going to go in the first round, and it wasn't until. Late last week, when some random dude on Reddit said that Will Levis is apparently going around and oh, telling everybody. Oh, no, no. Everybody. Kuiper, McShay, all these draft people had him in the, and, the first round. And, by all the way, them. the league invited him to Kansas City for the Thinking draft. Thinking he'd go in the first round. Well, yeah. exactly. I, I mean, more so like he wasn't... He. I feel like there was like the originally when everyone was level headed before it like became silly season that he wasn't you know maybe he he no, invited no he was he the was kind of always time. a first no, right. he's always kind of been a and, guy they considered in the first round yeah I mean all the, the quarterbacks were Richardson At least the, the the draft people right you know I mean the first the first guys uh, Young Stroud and Richardson Richardson was the question mark but right. but again I just want to make this point when ESPN shows up to your pro day. And you've got Lewis Riddick playing, you know, TV scout, and you've got every coach and everybody from the NFL showing up to your pro day. That is an indication that league uh, insiders have told people, yeah, this guy, Will Levis, he, he's, you know, three, four, top three, four quarterback. He's a first rounder. That's why they invited him yesterday. Yeah. Well, he also puts mayo in his coffee. So there you go. Maybe that scared people away. The hype well, machine is just too much, though, with all these guys. Yeah, it's crazy what it's turned into. I mean, I only re- I got to tell you guys the only reason I was really even interested in the guy is because I was thinking that the Rams might might take him. He might either fall to the Rams or the Rams might get up to right. get him. That yeah. was well, kind of my interest. And the Raiders pick is up next, so we'll have that for you in a second. And the Rams pick, so we'll have it for you on the other side. Uh, coming up next, let's get into the Lakers. All right, the Lakers. This game. Tonight, Cappy is not yeah. just for the series. I think it's bigger than that. I'll explain what that means coming up. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Come on, Cappy. You don't know blow yeah. the whistle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. So remember the story I told you the other day? Which you one? remember the story about... You told me um, a lot of stories this week. LeBron agitators. Was that on this, this that was here, right? Did or I tell that, that story? Could, here? could that have been on the ESPN whatever podcast? I don't know. I've been on a lot of shows recently. I don't think about it was here. This. Okay, so basically here's a cool story for you. And Lindsay may remember this because she's a Cleveland fan. So hey there. You think I'm so? George Sedano. Sorry, yeah. I was like, by the way, fan? I didn't know that. By the way, the Raiders traded their second round pick, number thirty five, to the Colts in exchange for the number thirty eight pick and the fifth round pick. The the Rams will be on the clock here shortly. Wait, and the Raiders uh, what, got Michael Mayer, the tight end from Notre Dame. No, no, they traded that pick. It's the Colts pick now. They traded Adam the Schefter pick? just tweeted it. Adam they, Schefter just tweeted that that pick was traded to the Colts. So they didn't they didn't actually make the selection? Correct. Oh, that's so bizarre. That's usually what happens when they trade a pick, Cappy. Yeah, but are you not watching it? 
Yeah, you have it on. Okay, so I'm seeing on the NFL Network, the selection was Mayor. It's got it on my uh, my ticker here on my computer, and the Rams are on the clock, according to what I'm The watching. Rams are on the clock now, but the pick was actually traded. The Raiders traded it to the Colts. The player or the pick? Adam Schefter said the Raiders traded second-round pick number 35 to the Colts in exchange for number 38 and a fifth-round pick number 141. That's what happened. And then the Raiders took this kid, Michael Mayer. Oh, no, 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 you were right. You were right. So I'm re- I didn't read the whole tweet. See, I read the internet wrong. And at 35, you're right, the Raiders took Michael Mayer. So you were right. You know, in my relationship with Rachel, George, I'm allowed to be right one out of every 20 times. No, but you were right. I read the internet wrong. It was my no, fault. No, it's okay. And, and Well, I'm just calling in my one of 20. I'm usually one of 20 around here, too. That's all. I feel like you're more yeah. like one of 30. You're allowed to be right around one of th- Okay, well, I'm calling in. I think I'm right. Yes. I'm one of 30 right. around here. One of 20 in real right. life, one of 30 in real I don't know why life. Adam would phrase that that way. Because Come on, if you Adam. just read the Because if I just read you this first sentence, the Raiders traded second round pick number 35 to the Colts in exchange for 38th and fifth round pick. Doesn't that... It sounds wrong. It sounds because the Raiders traded thirty eight. I think to he. Get I think he wrote it. I think. I think he wrote it backwards. He meant to say the Colts may have traded that pick initially back in the or something. I don't know that because when you say Raiders traded second round pick number thirty five to the Colts in exchange for thirty eight and fifth, right? That I read that. I mean, I'm reading it right off his tweet. Come on, Chef. <laughs> like that. Me. That sounds like the Raiders traded the pick, right? I mean, according to sources, the Raiders trade the pick. Come on, Shefty. Help us out here, man. I mean, we're on live radio, so, dude. I mean, it, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know, Raider fans, what actually happened. Okay, <laughs> someone will eventually clarify. But nonetheless, um, so blow the whistle. The story is with LeBron, and I want to get into the Lakers here. It's a perfect transition. Mm-hmm. Um, when LeBron was with the Cavs in the first the first go around, they had uh, you know a series against Washington. And throughout the years, as we've talked about here with Dylan Brooks, right, there have been a series of LeBron agitators, for mm-hmm. lack of a better phrase, right? Mm-hmm. Lance Stevenson, you know, the famous Lance blowing Stevenson. in the ear. Right, Dr- Draymond Green, right? Like, whatever. The Jason Terry. Like, there's been a lot of these LeBron agitators over the years. So the original one was Deshaun Stevenson. And LeBron, um, you know, Don Sh- Deshaun Stevenson was talking a lot of crap about LeBron back in those days. LeBron was very young. And... Deshaun Stevenson was talking crap. So LeBron said, I mean, because he compared himself to LeBron. He's like, he said something to the effect of like, he's not that much better than me, blah, blah, blah. And LeBron said, that's like comparing Soldier Boy to Jay-Z. Him comparing himself to me. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. Soldier Boy. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. So then what happened was Jay-Z got wind of this comment and he's friends with LeBron Mm -hmm. and he was doing a concert in the Bay Area and Too Short has a studio in the Bay Area. So Jay-Z calls Too Short and says, yo, I need the hook. If you want to play Blow the Whistle again, Laura, you can do that. I need the hook uh, and the, the beat for Blow the Whistle. I want to create a diss track to help LeBron against Deshaun Stevenson. And he's like, okay, man. So he gets in the, in the studio. They crank it out. And, you know, so Jay-Z creates this track, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it debuts in this nightclub in Washington, D.C., and it's been they so Jay Z knows. Hey, all the players are going to be at this nightclub in between the series in Washington D.C. This part was relayed to me by Brian Windhorst. Um, and all, so the Cavs players, LeBron and those guys are there, and the Deshaun Stevenson and all the Wizards are there. And this diss track of Jay Z to the beat of "Blow the Whistle" is going out there, and everybody in the club is going like, "Whoa!" You know, kind of like that 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 GIF on Twitter where the the kids are all going, "Oh." And they're like coming in and out of the picture like that. That's kind of like the scene <laughs> okay, that was going on in that nightclub. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's the that's the LeBron blow the whistle story. By the so way, anyway, uh, Rams about to make their selection here, Georgie. The pick is in. They take Steve Avila, a guard from TCU. They need offensive line. So nobody Big should time. be mad at that. Nope. And as much as that's not a sexy pick for your first pick of the draft, uh, you're talking about a kid who played a national championship game. Kid who's coming to the time conference. Right. Yeah. And uh, you need you need offensive line. Draft them as high as you can. Yeah, take them for sure. All right. So real quick on the Lakers. So we've talked a lot already about this game and how you got to treat this like a game seven. Anthony Davis got to play forty something minutes. You, you know, keep him on the floor as much as you can. Make sure you 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 mix up the bench rotation. Um, we can't sit here and just let Malik Beasley keep shooting shots and not you know and being a minus twenty six when he's on the floor. Um, all that stuff we've talked about. But Stephen A. Smith. 
said something today that I thought was fascinating. I know you caught it too. Mm-hmm. And he talked about like tonight is just not, or this series is not just about this series and this season. He believes it's bigger than that. All right, let me hear what Stephen A said. I believe if the Los Angeles Lakers lose this game, they not only lose this series, but the LeBron James championship era in L.A. comes to an end. I think this is it. You don't win it this year. You don't find a way to get it done. You know, I'm, I'm just talking about at least advance deep into the postseason. I don't, I, I don't see the future being brighter for them because, to me, if you lose this series, even though you've got an average age of about 26 to 27 years of age on your squad, you're led by two dudes. One is old and one looks old half the time. <laughs> Okay, so here, here's what I would say. As you know, I'm not an absolutist, right? I've so, been told that you're not an absolutist. I've also been told that two things can be true at once, and I've also been told that the greatest predictor of future injury is past injury. Those are all things you've taught me. Thank you. Correct. No question about it. So while I would say that the LeBron title era in L.A. will be over if they lose, I'm not going to go that far. But I will say this, and this is just me recklessly speculating, okay? I am legitimately telling you this is not me, like, sourcing anything. I haven't talked to anybody. Don't aggregate my man. But if it were man. me, huh? Don't aggregate my man. Yeah, so this is just reckless speculation. This okay, is just me, mm-hmm. my opinion. If they lose this series, the blueprint could be on the line here in this situation. And what I mean by the blueprint is that you may have to look to make big changes in this scenario. That's all I'm saying. Like, I would think that you have to make big changes. And now, what does big changes mean, Cappy? I don't know. It depends on what the rest of the NBA landscape looks like. What's available? Who's available? Right? Is Damon Lillard available? Is Joel Embiid available? Let's say the Sixers get wiped by the Celtics, right? They get swept or they lose in five or embarrassing fashion or whatever. Does Joel Embiid go? Um, does James, Har- James Harden go? Like, does that mean then Joel will go? Like, what's available? But I do think that the blueprint could potentially be on the line. I'm not going to say it's 100% over for LeBron with titles in L.A., because I would never say that, because, again, I'm not an absolutist. But I would say that losing tonight and losing this series potentially, the blueprint would be on the line, in my opinion. All right, so let me say this. So, first of all, I disagree with Stephen A. Um, I understand what you're getting at, that LeBron is old and Anthony Davis looks old half the time. But if you listen to what Stephen A. says... First, he says, if they lose this game and they lose this series, then the days of attempting to even win titles in L.A. in the LeBron era is over. And yet, in the same breath, he says, he's not saying they have to win a championship this year. He's saying they have to go deep this year. So the reason I disagree is because if you tell me that the LeBron era is over if they don't win this year, that means you think that the Lakers are going to win the NBA championship this year. Let me call a timeout. George, you think the Lakers right now, based on where we are and how the playoffs have gone and it's only the first round, do you right now think the Lakers are going to win the championship? Do I think they're going to win it? No. Yeah. Do I think they can win it? Yeah, things can break their way. Like, okay. I mean, I okay. mean, it's not impossible. No, it's not impossible. But what I'm saying is, you don't feel like right now they're the odds-on favorite because no, Milwaukee absolutely got knocked not. out? No, no. I would say Boston is the favorite at the moment. Okay, so what I'm trying to say to my, my, my brother Stephen A., who I love. I love Stephen A., George. I wanna, Do you love him like I, I love Darvin Ham? I want you to understand that I'm in love with Stephen A., okay? okay? My brother. We have had coffee together. We have had meals together. We have hung out together. I have love for Stephen A. But in this instance... You're wrong, dude, and I'll tell you why. Because this team just got together for like 15, 20 games. I'm not saying the roster is going to be 100% the same next year, but if you go to training camp with the same group and you play the first half with the same group and then maybe you improve a little bit at the trade deadline, we're at the beginning of this particular roster. I don't agree that if you don't win it this year, you'll never win it, but obviously time will be running real slim for LeBron. But I do think if you lose in the first round, they reassess this blueprint is what I'm saying. Like that to me, I'm, I agree with you. Um, I, I don't agree with Stephen A that it's over, over, because I don't, again, I'm not going there yet because I don't know what the rest of the roster is going to look like. I don't know who's going to be available. I don't know what else they can do and move. But I do think if they lose in the first round, there's going to be a reassessment of this roster in a big way. Well, I if think, I had to guess, listen, if you are going to, whether they win, let, let's, let's just, again, 
rather than just look at is if they lose in the yeah. first round, let's say yeah. they lose in the next round. What, are, are, are you feeling that much better because you beat Yeah, I, I am. If they're losing to the defending champions in a tough series, then I'm feeling a lot better, yes. What, what all I'm saying is is that if you get, you're, you're, it's sounding like, hey, if we don't get through the first round, we reassess the roster. If we do and we lose in the next round, we actually kind of feel a little bit better about the roster. Well, there, there are different variations of reassessing the roster, and I do think if you lose in the first round, I think that there is a, 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 much, uh, a much longer look at what's going on. So I don't think- But listen, I love Stephen A too. Um Stephen A is you know has very strong opinions. I mean, he's out there telling people Jimmy Butler um you know that he's going to be intimidated by the Madison Square Garden crowd. And I'm like, yep, that's that's what we, he said. I mean, come on. I mean, we're talking it's about a Jimmy different Butler animal here. he said. Madison Square Garden's a different animal. That's it is said. a different animal. It is one of the world's greatest crowds. Um I think that you know, it's a top 2 crowd in the NBA in the playoffs. I would say uh I was going to say Staples Center. How long, uh, has com How long has it been since the Knicks have been in the playoffs? Uh, they were in the playoffs two years ago. Okay, and prior to that? I we mean, haven't uh, won a playoff that, series since like the mid-90s, right? No, no. They haven't advanced past the second round since 2000. They have I mean, been look, in the second round um, twice. In I can see stretch. what's going on in New York, and I can see the way the crowd floods out onto the streets. Yeah, but come uh, on, after yeah, games. But but right, you're telling right. me they, 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 they acted like they won like the championship. Okay, right. yeah, they're, they're still the Knicks. Like, right. we need but to a, slow a down. player yeah. like Jimmy Butler is going to be in, intimidated by no, the crowd absolutely. in New York. He just went and ripped the heart out of the yeah. arguably the best player in the sport. Okay, Stephen A. My brother, I love you, but I disagree with you. Correct. Um, and I tweeted at him to let him know. I did see that. I saw yeah. you tweeted at him. You I guys want to have him yeah. on the show next week? We should have him on the show, see if he wants to make a little friendly wager. I did I notice, like though, like whenever he's on the radio, I feel like as a guest, he's like nowhere near as animated as he no, is. He's, he's some more calm. subdued. Yeah. He's, very he's a little calm. more subdued. You know what we'll yeah. do, though? We'll, we'll think it out in advance, and we'll think about what we can do to poke him to get him to go nuts. Yeah. Like, we'll just like, uh, by find the way, a hot button, you know? We should do that with Slee. Slee on the spot is next. By the way, number 36, as you mentioned, the Rams took Steve Avila from TCU, a guard, uh, All-American. Here are the last um, basically 10 uh, players selected at number 36. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. It's a good list. 2022, Brees Hall, who would have been the rookie of the year had he not torn his ACL with the Jets mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. 2021, Javon Holland, who was, I believe, won the all-rookie team on defense two years ago for the Dolphins and is like a Pro Bowl caliber player. Mm -hmm. uh, 2020, Xavier McKinney, excellent player. Debo Samuel, 2019. Shaq Leonard, 2018. Buda Baker, uh, Pro Bowl player. 2017, Miles Jack, 2016, great player. TJ Yeldon, good player. 2015, Derek Carr, your boy, Cappy. Uh, 2014, and then Darius Slay, another good player. Slay queen. Yeah. Uh, all right, coming up next, Slay on the spot. We'll talk some more Lakers next. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Soon turned out, had a heart of glass. These were my Casey Seemed Kasem like a real thing, top 20 only or top to 40 find. days, man. Mucho when, mistrust, love's gone behind. Early mm. 80s. Listening every Sunday to Casey Kasem, count him down. I'd be so happy when Debbie, That's Harry, and Blondie would get to number one. I don't know why I loved Blondie. Soon found out, I was losing my mind. Seemed like a real thing, but I was so blind. Mucho mistrust, love's gone behind. You guys know what I just found at my mom's house? What? Old cassette tapes that I used to record from like the top 40, like Rick D. Yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid. I was nice. like, dang, my mom's like, can what? we throw those away? What'd you say? I mean, you should listen to them first. And I was like. You, you have a, still a mechanism to listen yeah, to right. them. right. 
I don't think I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, think we do. Yeah. yeah. It's I you can buy it on like eBay or something. Yeah. I do have one That's television true. in my garage that has a VHS player already in it. You know what I'm saying? Like that one unit. Wait, oh, yeah, oh yeah, like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, old yeah. school that the TV had the VHS right. in it? Yeah. And the reason I have it, cool. the reason I have it is because if for any reason I ever need to go watch a VHS tape and then you say, well, why would you ever have reason to watch a VHS tape? Because I still have a lot of VHS tapes in boxes that I never like got no digitized. Way. Yeah. I believe it. We do too at our, I mean, I found like old demo tapes from when I was in college. You know, things like that. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell do I want? Is Slee there, by the way? He is. Yeah, I thought I, thought oh. I said it in I hate to do this to him. I, we always talk yeah, and we forget that like, he's supposed to be there. Like, what are we doing? Is Slee on the spot here? Mm-hmm. Slee, do you got any VHS tapes? No VHS tapes. Um, at my parents' house, I'm sure there are VHS, VHS tapes, but none. I, I never, never took any. Even DVDs. I mean, yeah, I got a couple hanging around, but... The last time I actually used one of them, so no, nothing for me. Does anybody have any device that could play a CD or DVD currently um, in their home? A PlayStation or, does. Okay, all right. Yeah, PlayStations do. Okay. I don't. I don't have. I, I don't have a PlayStation or an Xbox or any of those. But uh, I think I have one of those that's like an adapter to your laptop. That you can still play, but to be honest with you, I don't even know if it works or if I if if I wouldn't even know where it's located. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, George. I got a whole box of VHS tapes, old college football games from the '80s and '90s, and I got one television. That's a piece of hardware, TV and VHS. But Slee's on the spot. Slee, let's work backwards. Let's not bury the headline here. You ready? Lakers win tonight. Yeah. Yes or no? Um. I think Lakers win by five-ish, six-ish, somewhere around there. I do think they get it done. Before the series started, I think the whole idea and the concept for a team that did not have home court advantage, it's to get to here, where you're up 3-2, that you got a chance to close it out in front of your home crowd, um, that you have that. They took game one, you know, obviously in Memphis, so that right out the gate gave Lakers home court. Memphis has been chasing this entire series. I think they get it done. I will say that last game, um, I, I think, put some doubts that I know are there, but it highlighted them a little bit more. They look gassed, and we knew that the longer the series goes, it's not going to work to their advantage. They're going to have one day off in between. That part is concerning, but I think the Lakers get it done. Mm, All right. Convinced. Now, if, if, they lo- if they somehow lose this series – do you yep. believe that big changes are on the horizon? Um, big changes to me would mean LeBron or Anthony Davis are not on the roster. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think they'll both be there. I, I still think there could be changes in the sense of, okay, if, if you lose in the first round and you decided, I think D'Angelo is making $30 million, whatever he's making, and the question is going to become, who are you going to re-sign? Is D'Angelo going to be a part of the future? Do you go and say, all right, screw it. Hey, is Kyrie available? Let's just take a shot at it. I could see stuff like that happening, um, especially, you know, D'Lo, I, look, I, I think it's a big game for D'Angelo Russell, and I'm not telling you he's going to produce. I'm telling you that he needs to produce, uh, and, and especially if this guy wants to get paid in the offseason, the Lakers are looking at him um, for potentially the future. I, I don't know how you feel, George, but I, I feel like – he has been so incredibly inconsistent, yet he's getting paid as a player that should be doing more. Uh, so I could see changes. I don't. I don't think I would see. I don't see a change, including LeBron or AD. Well, um, this is what we were talking about earlier. You know, getting knocked out in the first round versus advancing. Um, if you advance, do you like what you have and give it a try the next year? Whereas if you get knocked out in the first round, do you completely rebuild? But let me just tell you something. We're, we're all sending negative vibes. We have to completely turn our mindset here, Slee. we got to send positive vibes. They need to win this game tonight. We've talked about it all week. This is Game 7, not Game 6 with a chance to go back. Tonight is the night, Slee. So, I, I listen, I think it's – I don't think for those that think the series is over if they lost tonight. I, I, look, I still give LeBron and Anthony Davis a chance in Memphis, but – 
to play with that kind of fire, the fact that tonight's a 7.30 tip-off and Sunday would be 12.30 in Memphis, we're already talking about these guys looking like they're tired in the last game. Um, isn't this kind of the whole reason why you set yourself up in a seven-game set to close it out? Golden State's thinking the exact same thing tonight, right? That they got to close it out and not have another one go to Sacramento. Um, if if they didn't handle business tonight, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely worried about Lakers moving on to the next round. But, I, look, I, I think Memphis is a good – I think game five could have gone either way at the same time – or, I'm sorry, game four could have gone either way at the same time. They're up 3-2. You're in front of your home crowd. You just need one game to close this thing out. So, like that. All right, Slee, your phone is breaking up, pal. So, we're just going to let you roll. Um, Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Slee, your phone sucks, man. Well, that's what happened. Is it it breaking up? What's breaking up? There you go. Now you're back and clear. It was not good earlier. Just don't move. I felt like. Well, it could have been because I just got into the parking garage, but I felt like I had such a good point, and then all I heard is flee. Yeah, you're breaking up, buddy. You're breaking up. <laughs> you pulled into the parking garage Go ahead. in the middle G- of a give, great point? Give us give us your, your great point in like 30 seconds. Go. All, all I was going to say is this is kind of the – they're set up for this, literally this. you got to win. I do agree that winning game six is the way they're set up. You weigh and grab game one on the road, but – this is the whole purpose of this series is to have home court and a chance to close it up here. I, I really do believe they get it done. All right, Slee. Um, let me see. Is there anything else? Oh, how do you feel about Mason blowing his big lead in game of games and uh, tying for the month with me and Jorge Briones? Oh, wow. Okay. This is, that's breaking. How big was the lead? Uh, he had a two game lead. Um, on on us, and uh, we came back. I won today in critical fashion, down to the tiebreaker question, um, and uh, destroyed him, disheveled him like he is. He's broken. He's going to drink. Actually, he said two drinks. Do you think he was? It was it uh, one of those kind of at the free throw line. All you need is to hit one, and you get two shots, well, and he missed it, both of them. I mean, if we're being honest. If we're being honest, the first two questions were not even multiple choice. It was your name is your buzzer, and Mason got him. <laughs> and it was the first question was who was the uh, Memphis Grizzlies pick in whatever draft, and it was Hashim Thabit. And all of us were like, "Wait a second, how did you know that?" Like, I mean, are we being serious here? So we thought there might have been shenanigans. And then the second question was also name is your buzzer, and uh, you know what country does Memphis come from? Like the origin of the word come from? And he said it was Egypt. We were all skeptical at that point, but nonetheless, cheaters never prosper. Allegedly, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I feel for Mace. I already knew. Mace already had a lot of pressure. Lakers won the last game that he was at. That's the overtime game. So I'm telling Mace, look, a lot of people are, are saying you need to be there tonight. Yeah. So I feel like he's got a lot on his shoulders right now because there was a point where it was a curse. Now it's like they need him and he's not showing up tonight. Yeah, yeah, very strange. You'll be drinking. All right, Slee, uh, hopefully you'll be drinking in celebration after the game. Thank you, buddy. All right, fellas. Thank you. Late. There he is, Slee on the spot. Coming up right after us in about 30 minutes. But before that, Cappy, let's get back into how important this thing is uh, because there's more layers to this, I think, tonight. And I do I, I do think this there could be big changes. And I'll tell you what I mean exactly, but what I think recklessly speculating could mean uh, when I say big changes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 